Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge, and rejuvenate your life and your business. Welcome once again to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. And we have just wrapped up our Passion to Profit workshop that was on September 13 to September 14. Um, on how to attract your ideal clients. And one of the things that we talk about is really understanding how to qualify your leads and how to close them. And how to close them involves sales, involves selling. And today's topic would be, if you dislike being sold to, you will have challenges selling. Okay, let me just repeat. For today's podcast episode, we're going to talk about if you don't like being sold to, then you will have challenges trying to sell. What do I mean by that? As I was going through the objections, okay, or the concerns that a lot of event planners shared with me that why they are not able to close a sale, is because they are lacking the sales skills in their mind, okay? I will tell you that, yes, sales involves some sales strategies and tactics, and it involves skills as well. But it all starts from the mindset and your feelings towards selling, okay? You are not a born bad salesperson. Neither are you born a natural salesperson. And that is the part when I was going through the workshop two weeks ago that a lot of people have challenges with. Not just the attracting the ideal client portion that they had challenges as well. And we went through the whole, the whole uh, process on how to overcome that. But the part on selling and closing was also one of the biggest obstacles that many event planners face. So I felt that there's a need to talk about going back to how to sell. So the good news is you're not born being a terrible salesperson and you're not born being a natural good salesperson. Okay, we're all born neutral. The difference between a great salesperson and a not so great salesperson, it's not just the skills, but it all stems from how do you feel about sales? And when we go back to the title of today's podcast, if you decide being sold to, you will have challenges selling. So many of the event planners that I spoke with, they don't like being sold to. What do I mean by that? That means they don't like to be pitched at. So if someone says that, oh, why don't I, why don't we hop on a call and why don't we hop on a call and talk a little bit about how we can help you? Okay, I'm just going to use one challenge, one example. 
when I offer a one-on-one call, and the one-on-one call is so precious and valuable because I charge at least $500 an hour for one for a one-on-one call for 30 for um for one hour of my time to go through your business strategies, sales tactics. Okay. So if I were to offer a 30 minutes one-on-one call to really understand where you are in your business and you refuse to come on a one-on-one call, okay, that means there is a few things going on in your head. And I would safely say that you're afraid that I'm going to try to sell you something. When people try to get you on a call, they're always trying to sell you something. That is your perception. And that perception is not wrong, okay? Everybody's trying to make a living here. Some do it better than the others. When you hop on a call with me, I never convince anyone to buy anything from me. I always go in with the mindset to really understand if I can help you and am I the best person to help you. And if I am, then you need to understand that I'm the best person to help you. But if you have this mindset that I don't want to be sold to, I don't want to buy anything, that's why I don't even want to get on a call even though I need help, that means you have a resistance in being pitched at, okay? So I'm just using myself as an example. But there are other, you know, when you go to a store, right? When you go to a store, and then someone asks, oh, can I help you? Can I help you to, um, to walk you through how to use this particular device? Or how can I help you to look for something in the store? And immediately you'll be like, even though you're looking for something, okay? But immediately you reject the help. No, nope, it's okay. I can do it myself. Because you're afraid that you are obliged to buy something, okay? You're obliged to part away your money. So you don't want people to try to sell you something. Hence, you just ask everybody, okay, don't want to get on a call. No, don't talk to me. I don't want to hear from you. So, and even, even, okay, when I run Facebook ads that says that, you know, come on um, and, and join us for our workshop and, and people couldn't, could not believe that it's free, okay, with the amount of content that I share in the workshop, right? They couldn't believe that it's free. So they, they will not opt in because they will, uh, they are so skeptical of what's going on here. You're trying to sell me something. Of course, I'm trying to sell you something. Okay. But I'm trying to sell you something that you need to determine that is good for you, that I'm a good fit for you and vice versa. So it has to be a mutual agreement. So nobody can sell you anything unless you decide to buy it. Okay, so let's change the mindset that not everybody is trying to get you to, to get you to part your money. The only person who can get you to part your money is you. You have to decide that I want to part my money. Okay, and no matter how good a salesperson is and persuade you or pressure you, those bad salesperson will make you feel, make you feel bad if you don't buy, etc., etc., right? But you are in control. You're in control of whether you want to buy or not. You're in control of how you feel about the conversation, where the conversation is going. You're in control of physically taking out your credit card or your money to pay to buy a product or service. So what is there to fear? You are in total control. Now, having said that, the fear is not so much about parting the money. The fear is about handling this conflict, okay? This very uncomfortable feeling, having to say no, even though you know you may not need the product 
you really don't need the product, you don't need the service, you don't need the help. But the person is so nice. The person is doing such a great job in, in trying to sell you, to buy something. You felt bad. And you have a hard time saying no. But based on your buying history, okay, every time you buy under this kind of condition, you regret your purchase. So you are going back to your, you're going back to your uh, past experience. And now you are consolidating how unpleasant it feels. Hence, to avoid the unpleasant feeling, you completely avoid it, okay? The possibility of having someone talk to you, explain something to you or help you. So any form of approach, regardless whether they're trying to sell you something or genuinely want to help you, or they try to sell you something, but then they let you make the decision to buy or not, you immediately just shut everyone out, okay? So you have a very unhealthy relationship with being pitched, by, by being pitched, okay? So you have a very unhealthy relationship about sales because you don't want to be sold to. So when you have this feeling about sales that you don't want to be sold to, you don't want to go through the whole experience of having to say no after listening, you know, you feel that you're, you're wasting their time. So you don't like, you know, you get emails, people trying to sell you something, you, rest, you don't respond to the email. So, or, you know, you basically do not want to even deal with the hassle. So you ask everybody, okay? Then when you're trying to sell, right? When you're promoting your services and you start wondering, how come nobody wants to get on a call with me? They, they ask me for my packages. They ask me for my price. I tell them, and then they don't want to get on a call with me. And you start to wonder why. I'll tell you why. Because they think exactly like you, okay? They are thinking exactly like you because they also don't want to get on a call. They don't want to have to deal with you having to say no to you. And they don't want to have to um, go waste your time, et cetera, et cetera. So they also don't want to be sold to. So what happens? What's going on here? Because of how you are and who you are, you're attracting that type of people. Okay? You're attracting that type of people. And you wonder why they don't want to get on a call with you. And then when they do get on a call with you, okay, and you are able to get people to get on a call with you because you have learned how to get people to get on a call with you. And I've taught those strategies as well. Okay. They go on a call with you. You have a hard time asking for the sale. You have, the, you have a hard time having a sales conversation. You have a hard time asking questions that will lead them to say yes, you are the right person I want to hire. You are the perfect, you are the, you are the person perfect for my event. You know, you have a hard time asking questions that lead them to say that to you because you are afraid of, of getting into conversation that requires you to be bold, that requires you to ask direct questions. Okay. Sales is made when direct questions are being asked. Okay, that's when you don't waste time. Sales is being made when you ask questions that make people feel a little uncomfortable. And that's when they start telling you the truth about things. And that's when you decide, do I want to continue a conversation with this person? Or this is not a qualified lead and I'm not going to continue a conversation with this person. Okay, if you are uncomfortable having uncomfortable conversation, because you don't you you recall how it's like 
being sold to when people ask you a very direct question. Can you see this being useful in your home? Can you see that this, is, this can help you? Can you see that you know, by purchasing this course or this mentorship program, it's going to bring you ABC, XYZ results? If you are uncomfortable being asked such direct question where you're going to have to admit, yes, I see that it can help me or no, I don't think that it can help me. If you are uncomfortable to give either answer, okay, you will just avoid, you will just avoid even to be put in a situation that you have to answer. So now you are in that situation, okay? You're talking to a potential client. By, just by default, you have to ask these questions to close the sale. And the reason why many of you are not able to close the sale is because you cannot ask those direct questions. I taught in the workshop that you have to ask a question that when you vision cast. So based on, based on this vision of you doing it yourself and this vision of us working together, does it make sense that we should work together? This last part, does it make sense that we should work together? It was so difficult for them to verbalize it because it's like, wow, that's, that's really pushy, okay? That sounds really pushy. It's only pushy if, it's only pushy if there's already signs or, or words, okay? Or body language displayed by your potential client that they don't have, they don't not have any interest to listen to you anymore. They do not feel that there's a need for your product and your services, and yet you continue to speak, that's when you're being insensitive, inconsiderate, and pushy. But if you have done a great job in qualifying your leads and have a conversation that you take sales out of the equation, that means you don't go in with this mindset that you're going to sell something. You go in with this mindset that, let me understand if I can help this person. Let me understand how, how if I want to help this person, let me understand how I can help this person, okay? And then let me read her body language and I will ask questions to find out what she really needs help with, how does she like to be helped, and if I want to help her. So if you go in with a mindset that is of curiosity instead of I need to close this sale, it no longer becomes uncomfortable because you are no longer pushing for a decision, okay? You're not pushing for a decision. You're going in trying to understand what is the best decision. You're not going in pushing for a decision that they must buy, all right? So in the past, you might have been in a situation that you were not given that choice, all right? you were not given that choice to voice out or you were so uncomfortable voicing out your thoughts and your feelings. Hence, you just got, you just got steamrolled by the very pushy salesperson. And you reminded yourself, I don't want to be like that salesperson. Okay, But it's your choice whether you're going to be like that salesperson. You don't have to be like that salesperson or you will not be like that salesperson if you pay close attention to the answers that your potential client is telling you, okay? And if you ask the right questions and when you ask the right question and they give you an answer, 
that you are in that you are extremely focused in paying attention to what they have to say and not busy formulating a response. Okay, so you're not responding automatically. You're actually paying attention to what they have to say. You're observing them, their body language. If it's on the phone, you are listening to the change in their pitch, in their tonation. Are they hesitant? Are they timid? Are they put off? Then you need to adjust. You need to adjust your demeanor. You need to adjust how you ask certain questions. You need to go in with a curiosity mindset. Many, many people that I've spoken with said that I'm very bold in my sales conversation. I'm big, I was, I'm able to be bold in the sales conversation because I asked certain questions and the other person was able to, the other person is giving me signal that I'd like to know more. I'd like to hear more. Tell me more. So I ask questions that make them ask me more about what I can do for them. Tell me more about how you're going to work with me. Tell me more about the results you can get for me. So I lead them down to the path of them saying that, you know what, I want to work with you. So when I ask this question, do you want to work with me? Is taken for granted. They are already knowing that this question is coming because they're ready to tell me, I want to work with you. So if you are so afraid, okay, of being sold to that you don't want to get on a call, you don't want to talk to anybody, okay, even though help is being offered, you don't want to get on a call, you don't want to talk to a salesperson when they are trying to sell you something that they think that may be beneficial for your business. You try to, you are trying to figure things out yourself. That means you will be attracting people who's going to try to figure out things by themselves because they don't like to be sold to. And if for whatever reason, you're not attracting these people, you are putting your own unhealthy relationship with sales onto this person. You're assuming that they, are, they will be feeling like how you will feel when you're being pushed in a sales conversation. Okay, so you're assuming that you are the pushy sales conversation person and you can feel their pain. Why would you assume that you are going to be pushy? Okay, so and then immediately you feel bad for them because you don't want them to feel like how you felt. So now you're assuming this, these two roles, okay? Very, very confusing. You're assuming that if I were to ask this, I would be pushy and that I know how that feels because I felt it myself. And then at the same time, you decide that, okay, but if I, if I don't ask this, all right, I haven't been getting any sales. So you're caught in limbo, right? If I ask, I, I seem very pushy and then the other person will be repelled by me because that's how you felt when you were on their end. But if I don't ask and I have, it has been shown based on my sales audit, okay, if you're auditing your process, when I don't ask, then I'm not getting any sales. So you are neither here nor there. The way, the solution to this is take away all emotions. Come in with curiosity. Ask questions that lead them to tell you, tell me more. Tell me more. I'd like to hear more. How can we work together? They are giving you cues, okay? They are giving you cues that they are not being disgusted or put off by you. As long as you are paying attention to their cues. When you pay attention to their cues and you ask the right question, it's like playing, it's like playing tennis, ping pong, okay? Everybody is hitting the ball to each other. 
It's not like one is trying to smash or hit a killer shot and then the other person is dead, okay? So it has to be a flow of conversation and be extremely attentive. So in summary, you do not want to put how you feel like when you are being sold or when you feel like you're being sold into that kind of feeling into your potential client when you're having a sales conversation because they may not be feeling that way. But if you're going to project that on them, okay, then you just change how you are going to sell. You become very timid. You become like one of those, uh, okay, let me send you a proposal. Then I follow up with you later, okay? So you didn't ask for the sale. You didn't ask questions in the conversation. You are quick to hang up the phone because you felt that if you were in their position, you don't want to talk on the phone. You don't want the salesperson to continue to talk to you on the phone because you don't want to keep listening to them about the pitching. But the other person may be interested to want to say, hey, you know what? Why don't we go over the proposal now? Okay, or let me tell me more. Tell me more. How can we work together? Send me the contract. You completely eliminate the opportunity for them to actually ask you more questions or you eliminate the opportunity for you to ask more questions that can lead to them really understanding that you are here to guide them to make a decision whether to hire you or not to hire you. You are not in this, in this conversation to tell them that you have to hire me. So if you take yourself out of the equation, of your unhealthy relationship with sales and just go in as a blank slate, then there may be a very good possibility that you can start having a new relationship with being sold to, okay? When you go into the store next time or if someone approaches you and say that, hey, you know, I think I have something that I think is going to help you in your business, go in with an open mind and listen. Oh, tell me more. Tell me about your services and then see what the other person has to say. The other person is trying to make a living. So we all we all know that somebody is trying to sell something. Accept the fact that somebody is trying to sell something to you. Accept it. But that doesn't mean that you have to buy. Okay? So once you accept that, oh, when someone tries to get me on a call, they're trying to sell me something. That's okay. There's nothing wrong. When someone, when you're trying to get someone to get on a call with you, you're trying to, you are trying to sell them something too, right? So what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong. So accept the fact that you're going to be sold too. But you have a choice of how you want to feel about it. If the other person doesn't listen to you and is extremely pushy, even when you say, I don't think this, is, this product is good for me and they continue to push, okay? Then you say that, you know, I don't believe you understand what I'm saying to you. I don't believe that this product is good for me and I don't see the need to continue this conversation. Be bold enough to end the conversation. So when you are doing a sales conversation, pay attention and tell, and, and you can be very honest too, and tell the, your potential clients that at any point in time that if you feel that my services or my product is not what you're looking for and we're not able to reach a common ground that I can help you or you want me to help you, just let me know. So there is not, there's no uncomfortable feeling here. They can say, so you are giving permission to your potential client to tell you, okay, stop. I don't think you need to talk to me anymore. I don't think you're a good fit. So now your potential client is no longer feeling uncomfortable or awkward to tell you to stop because you tell them that they can tell you that, all right? You give them permission. So now everybody's like, oh, relax, okay? There's no pressure to buy. There's no pressure to sell. So go in and 
start having a genuine conversation and say, okay, this is, this is what you need help with. This is what I, I can do for you. And this is how the results will look like. Do you like how, I, how I'm able to work through this with you? Do you like that? Oh, no, you don't. Okay, if that's the case, then this is my process. This is my style. Then I'm not a good fit for you. Okay, so it's no longer become, it no longer becomes awkward because now both parties know that I can stop selling and I can stop listening or I can continue to talk when the other person is giving me the signal. It's like dating, you know? Like if you like a guy, you keep looking at the guy, right? Or like a girl, you keep looking at the girl, you give them the signal. So you, you look at the chemistry and if the chemistry is right, you continue to speak and you no longer feel uncomfortable. Go back and start listening or thinking about the last sales conversation that you had with a potential client and you close that sale. How was it like? Okay, how was it like? Do You, you were selling, you were 100% selling, all right? And they're 100% being sold and they said yes. And you go, yay. I, I made a sale. So how was it? How were you were you projecting that that icky feeling of I don't want to be sold to in that conversation? I bet you not, right? I bet you not. It becomes very genuine because you were relaxed. You know that you know you go in with this mindset that if I sell, great. If I don't sell, it's okay. You know we have to determine whether is the conversation going to lead us that way that way or not. It's not like I, it has to happen. So there's no force in place, okay? So you probably have to listen to this a few times and do it a few times in terms of practicing a sales conversation. And we have so much content about doing sales inside our Facebook group on my YouTube, on my YouTube channel and uh, my Facebook group on my Instagram. So go check it out. You know, everything is at Mayo Silvers. So, so go check it out. And if you have a solid portfolio, you, you are able to get people to reach out to you, to want to talk to you about your services, but you are afraid to sell because you don't like to be sold to, then your funnel is broken. Your sales process is broken. You're so good over here. Your marketing is great, but your sales is terrible. So you have a market, you, you don't have a marketing problem. You have a sales problem. Okay. So so we need to fix this part about the sales problem. And it's not the skills, it's the mindset and the relationship, the feelings you feel about sales that is going to unlock, unlock your sales potential. Once you manage your emotions about sales, then we talk about the strategies and the tactics and the, the, the questions that you can ask. So if this is one part of your funnel, that is broken, okay? My background is in sales. I've done cold call sales, selling, selling packages of $25,000 to total strangers and they still buy. So I have done many, many sales calls, 18,000 sales calls to get my first yes. So am I a sales ninja? In my own book, yes. Can I always do better? Absolutely. I've invested, you know, up to, you know, over five figures in hiring sales coach to teach me about sales psychology and to know what questions to ask, how to manage emotions in a sales conversation, how to manage your potential client's emotion, manage your own emotion, and then get to the point of a mutual yes. If this is the part that you are working on, all right, then send me a message on my Instagram, on my Facebook, send me an email. There are different ways to get hold of me on my show notes. Let's have a conversation. 
let's have a maybe a one-on-one call where I can walk you through the process. We can do some role play. I can audit your sales call. So give you some pointers on what you could do better. So if you are not into a six months, 12 months, or 12 weeks mentorship program, and you only need that part to unlock your sales, which is how to carry a sales conversation, then we can do a one-on-one consultation. And then I'll help you along. But first, I would say consume my content first to make sure that you like how I teach and what I teach, okay? My style and the results I got for other people. And then once you decide that, okay, you know what? This is what I want you to do. Then reach out to me and then we we schedule a time to speak, all right? Thank you so much for your time today. Hopefully, you have enjoyed today's podcast and very exciting. Uh, At this time, while I'm recording this podcast, I'm thinking to do a four-part series uh, for October 2023 where we'll be talking about how to plan a ticketed events. So I'm going to do a four-part series in the whole month of October to teach you from the A to Z of how to plan a profitable ticketed in-person event. So if you are thinking of organizing an event, a ticketed event, you do not want to miss that four-part series podcast. If you are a coach or consultant who does who hosts ticketed in-person events, you do not want to meet, miss those four-part podcasts in the month of October. All right? Thank you so much once again for your time. And again, I cannot stress how important that your ratings and your reviews are pivotal to us being the top 1% or top, top podcast in the events field where oh. we teach business strategies and mindset and event planning. So please, if you're listening to my podcast, please give me a rating, give me a review and also write me what are the things you want me to talk about on our in our podcast so that I can cater the content towards your needs. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a great rest of your week and I'll talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.